Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. I'm your host, Catherine. I consider myself an alchemist. Today, I'm going to go over some of the astrology dates that are important that are happening for the month of June 2023. Let's do a quick like little um, friendly recap for some of the dates in May. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I am still recording this episode in May because I will be out of the country for the rest of um, the month. So some of the things that I want to talk about is um, the Met Gala (laughs) and um, also the coronation of Prince Charles. Um, So the Met Gala, for those who don't know, is this like big Hollywood event where they're basically um, representing the night of the Met, like of um, historical art. And it's like in this big, beautiful museum. I believe it's in New York and it's done by Anne Wint. I don't even know her name to be Anna Whithort or whatever, some fancy Vogue person. And they have this big gala and um, it's very much like where celebrities buy tickets or they're invited to walk the red carpet and everybody's like showing off all of their um, fashion. Well, one of the reasons why I want to talk about this is because a lot of people, I would say, and I remember I told you guys that the month of May was going to feel a little bit messy and there's still so much that can happen in the rest of this month. But one of the things that I really thought that was interesting was that there was this whole backlash with like, are the Kardashians going or are they not going, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of people talked about how this area of the Met felt very, almost like cheap and trashy in comparisons to like the Mets before. And a lot of the people who were attending the Met, like the high profile fashion designers, and that area of almost like, um, I guess you could say, who are really well known and the social lights and the social aspect. And when we think about May, we really think about that Gemini, right? That Gemini season. Um, but it felt like a little bit more chaotic. It didn't really feel so luxurious and kind of in that area that we usually would see. And I think one of the reasons why is because a lot of people are separating themselves from kind of like that celebrity culture that is very much centered on um, having things and keeping up with the luxury and keeping up with being very high profiled and I feel like there's this strong energy shift where people are starting to wanting to get back more in tuned with the real alchemy of life, which is like the real balance of the world's energy, of the earth's energy, of the love of the creation of God, or if it is, um, you know, your energy source or your religion, whatever it is. But seeing that energy on a spiritual basis is a little bit more transformational 
than seeing it on a material basis. And I think the month of jump, um, well, the month of May has kind of already showcased it. Also with the, um, the coronation, is that how you say coronation of Prince Charles, of the introduction of him being king, there was definitely some speculation and also like some conspiracies because he happened to do it on the day of the lunar eclipse in um, Scorpio. So it was a full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio. And that day, a lot of people were saying it almost felt like there was a lot of numerology tied into that day, a lot of area of ritual and transition and movement that almost felt a little bit um, mischievous and also felt a little bit not so... I mean, I will be honest. I'm not a fan of the royals. Um, I'm not really a fan of anybody that we are sent to be on this area of where we are to praise them and worship them. And I think that a lot of people are like speculating that they saw like a grim reaper in the background or somebody who walked by um, had a silhouette of a grim, grim reaper. And, you know, and there's all this speculation, like, that was the spirit of Princess Diana. And I know this is, like, really far-fetched, right? But what I want to point out is that the area of when we see a lot of ritual events and a lot of events that are tied into days, and this is why I kind of give you the astrology dates for the month, because a lot of people use astrological energy, numerology energy, energy towards creation around certain dates. So looking at the cosmos, looking at that energy source of what can really come forward um, in that day, or even seeing that this might be a day like I want to be nestled on my couch or I want to make sure that I tell people that I love them, that I'm grateful for them, that I appreciate them. Um, and I think when people are so worried about are these people using like rituals, we know everybody has some sort of intention and ritual in almost everything they do. Um, is there a dark energy towards it? I don't know. You know, I don't know. Possibly. Possibly. Is there an energy of love and light? That's really what we, as people who are here on this journey and trying to help create an awareness and let other people see their own self-awareness, that the energy that you attract, the energy that you... um have in your atmosphere really tends to be the energy that you release, right? So if you are in a energy source that feels very dominant and that could be surrounded by a light energy, by an energy that feels very mystical, that feels very vibracious, that feels very um, 
centered in growth, then you will see that energy continue to move forward and you will see that energy continue to um, establish. You know, when I get in the practices of using energy and I get into the practices of um, maybe creating intentions or rituals, I always make sure that it's in an area of kindness and love and gratitude. You know, I don't want any manifestations of dark energy to come around me, right? And that might be one of the reasons why you see, like, I have a very light energy source and colors around me is because when we are talking about the areas of the different realms of the of the spiritual essence, we want to make sure that we are living in our true authentic area. And we are also addressing that the energy that we use tends to be the energy that is manifested around us. So um, I thought that was very interesting that a lot of people were tied into the realization that there was some like rituals and maybe some ritual based energy with the numerology from um, uh, Prince, well, I guess he's now King Charles. King Charles's um, um, introduction or coronation, whatever you call it. And you can check that out. You could just Google it, like conspiracy theories, <laughs> numerology tied into it and see the sequence of events. But I thought it was interesting that it was happening with the um, full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio. I personally think that more people are going to be talking about the areas of the royal family and the toxicity behind it. Um, do I personally have anything against the royal family? I mean, they are direct descendants of areas of keeping certain cultures very oppressed. I don't necessarily um, am a fan, like I said, but I do think that there's going to be some more secrets coming out. Um, I also think that there's going to be some more energy that is going to maybe open the areas where people see a little bit of the dark shadow behind that area of light and leadership. And one of the reasons why I bring this up is because we are moving into the transition of, um, in, of June. And I feel like the energy in June is a little bit different. You know, the energy is always different each month, right? And that comes with the seasons, that comes with the area. But I think June isn't going to feel as messy as um, May did. I think June is going to be a little bit more centered around adventure and also feel feelings of bravery and feelings of that strength. And we might see some involvement with like leadership. Um, also, we might see a lot of involvement with... Um, still technology is still like going to be forever evolving. There's going to be like forever debates and there's going to be forever stuff. <laughs> and then you guys have to get yourself a, a husband who likes to pop into your podcast. So you're trying to record, right? Um, 
<laughs> it's going to be forever changing, right? The area of technology. But I feel like the energy for June is going to be very kind of vibracious and a little bit where we're going to be feeling a lot of that strong attribute to us. A lot of solar plex energy in the month of June, especially because we have a lot of placements with the Leo. So let's get into some of the dates that I highlighted for the month of June. So for the month of June, automatically it starts off very vibracious. It starts off in an energy of warmth and an energy of love and uh, energy of resilience. And I want you guys to speak that area out to other people as well. So this can be a place that you, when we transition into June, we automatically adapt to the beautiful surroundings of what June really represents, right? It represents that summer, that summer month. Like I think about June as a kid. I mean, now I see all the kids getting out in May for school, like the end of May to June. But when I was growing up as a kid, we didn't get out of school till like June 6th. It was like the, the week of June, the first week of June. And we were like summer. We were like throwing all our stuff around and, you know, just kind of having a great time and so excited to not have to go to school. <laughs> so excited, to, you know, oh gosh, school. Um, so excited to have this vacation time and just be very like happy and in that joyful area. And when we think about that energy, that is kind of like the energy that a lot of people tend to still go towards, right? If they're traveling, if they're moving forward in directions in their life, a lot of June weddings, a lot of June events, a lot of time for celebration, love, and also resilience. So the first week we have Venus in Cancer's trines, Neptune in Pisces. This is a day that is going to be centered around that area of acknowledgement of the illusions and also acknowledgement of the spiritual essence. You want to be structured on the love ability of the emotions. You want to be structured on that area of where you are able to express the emotions that you are feeling to loved ones. You're also going to want to bring in that area where others can feel the acceptance, the acceptance that you have for others' emotions as well. If that's centered around their dreams, it's that centered around their current events, struggles, or whatever they are going for. Also, you're going to want to really have that area of being social, of being in your fun, creative willpower area. A lot of energy around the solar plex um, for the month of June. Also following on June 3rd, we have full moon in Sagittarius. And what is so great about this full moon is that there is no um, eclipse tied to it. There's no shadow element. We do have a couple planets in retrograde, but that's okay. I think um, we still have Pluto in retrograde, but it, in all honesty, it's not going to affect us like Mercury. Mercury really affects the communication where with this full moon in Sagittarius, this is a time for us to seek adventure. This is also a time for us to live in that Sagittarius energy of having our lucky element with us, right? 
Also for this full moon, if you are somebody who is centered around rituals and creating intentions and you want to go out and do some moon magic, there's nothing wrong with praising the moon. There's nothing wrong with um, praising that energy of loving that energy of the alchemy of the universe. Um, that you can step into that area of creation, of intellect, of strength, of the throat chakra as well. Also for the full moon, this is a beautiful time for us to look at that energy of growth, um, if that is with ourselves, but also if that is with others too. Sometimes when we are in our own area, we sometimes forget that sometimes others need that emphasis that they can grow as well, that they can push forward and just acknowledging that maybe somebody is looking for that growth factor with them. Also, it is a beautiful time for you to really write a few words in a journal. If you haven't had a chance to do any writing or putting it into actual um, pen to paper for this full moon, I recommend doing that or speaking those intentions. Um, also, the next um, two days, we have Venus enters Leo. This is a beautiful time to not only get a little bit more of that strong dominant nature of that solar plex energy of speaking up how it is that you feel in your relationship, also speaking out how you feel in that energy of possibly moving to new directions with a partner. Also, this is a beautiful time for us to really give our solar plex, give our solar plex energy that little, that little tap, kind of like wake it up, right? Remind it that we are brave. We are courageous. We, we are serious in the intentions, in the willpower, in the manifestations that we have. And that could be going back to school. That could be loving, maybe loving the time that you spend with your family just a little bit more, right? Just a little bit more, like maybe making a day out of it. Um, I know, you know, as parents, sometimes it always feels like we're going, 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 right? We're doing this, driving the kids to baseball, driving the kids to soccer, doing all these things. And while we are with them, it doesn't necessarily feel like we are able to acknowledge the leadership role that we have in their lives, to acknowledge the mentorship that we have with them. And take that time where you can express your your area of leadership. You can express your area of, of love, of, um, of success that you hope to see that you um, hope to release to them and also take that energy and really spend a day, like spend a day where it isn't about like, I have to go here, I have to do this, we have to do this, and it feels like so hectic. Just spend a day where it's more centered about jumping into new things, jumping into the strength of the will, of the power of 
each individual, right? Um, also give people an area to express themselves where it doesn't feel like it's drama. You know, we have that area of Venus and what I like about the planet Venus is yes, it is that feminine energy. It is very much that center that feels very um, indulgent and it feels very um, almost beautiful in the sense that everything feels like it has to have this harmony to it, right? But sometimes it doesn't necessarily have it so easily that we have to put that energy back into it so we can feel that harmony and that balance really come forward with the light that it is. Um, and, you know, when we have a lot of different pa powers, um, also known as personalities, we can sometimes have that conflict, right? We can sometimes have that energy where with the relationships, it might feel a little bit dramatic because maybe somebody's solar plex is a little bit more excessive than, than the um, people that are in the relationship as well. So if that drama is creating that disillusion of harmony, this is a time that we might feel it. This is also a time as we have that Venus um, entering Leo that we might be a little bit more vocal in a way that isn't feeling so um, aligned in the relationship because maybe our solar plex is excessive or, or maybe our um, partner's solar plex is like kind of like very excessive. So if that area of drama is kind of flustering, this is a good time to actually take it down, to balance it out, to take that subtle and nurturing approach of the Venus energy and kind of create a harmony that feels a little bit more intriguing and more blissful and more authentic and not so egocentric. Also for June 5th, we have Venus in Leo opposing Pluto in Aquarius. So <laughs> this is kind of reminds me of that other transit that we had in, um, in, I believe it was in May, May 20th, where it was like, I think it was, uh, oh gosh, I'm going blank, but it was with Pluto and Aquarius. And I remember, I think it was Venus uh, or not Venus. I know Leo was definitely in the aspects of it. So this reminds me of that energy that I think it was Taurus. I think I'm trying to remember, um, what it was exactly. Oh, it was Mars in Leo opposition of Pluto in Aquarius. So this is a little different, but it's a little bit similar. It's Venus in Leo opposition Pluto in Aquarius. And what I wanted to talk about with this energy is this energy is a little bit more not as assertive and aggressive because we have Venus in there, but it is also very like sensitive. So there is that area of trigger and there is that area 
of maybe like feeling offended or feeling like somebody has um, not really took our personal or maybe has not really took our personal emotions into um, into mind before they communicate it could feel like there's a dynamic with the relationship and also it could make it feel like um, somebody is moving all over your boundaries and somebody is moving um, in a place where you have to remind them what your boundaries are. Also with the Pluto and Aquarius, I feel like um, there might be some domination if that is around like social media or if that is around um, energy of technology. So it could be maybe another story coming around about um, the leadership of um, the technology and, you know, AI and chat GBT is such like everybody is like just have their opinions about it and is continuing to grow into such a controversial topic. I believe one of the guys from Google, the one of the head directors of um, Google just recently quit um, and he had lots of concerns about AI and um, the advances that he's been seeing and just that he feels that there's going to be a lot of more scams and just um, at some point the, the machines will be teaching themselves um, and basically you know artificial intelligence will get so smart that they'll be like we don't even need these humans <laughs> and you guys already uh, heard me talk about like are we creating a different species are we creating something um, and you know the whole talk about can these um, machines or technology become self-aware can they become sentient Right. And um, it is a lot of controversy behind it. But anyways, for the Venus in Leo opposition, Pluto in Aquarius, there might be some energy of domination in the relationship. And we see that a lot, especially as we now have like so many people um, who are in relationships where the relationship might not always feel equal. And it might not always feel balanced, especially, you know, I feel like back in the day it was in this area where women were expected to take care of the home and women were expected to take care of the children, to raise the children. And the men were seen as the leaders of the household, which in all honesty, um, I am probably a little bit old fashioned, but I still feel like for the most of the part, the men, um, I know that, that I've been around growing up were always like considered like the leaders of the household, um, the chief of the tribe as one might say. Um, but I do think that the women are the foundation of the house and that, that energy that the women have is really what creates the foundation of the unity of the, um, of the pack or of the family. So I think that a lot of relationships are having a hard time with this dynamic. And 
It could be because the women are, are making more money now and they're making more money than their husbands. And sometimes that's a hard, a hard energy for a lot of men to go through. So seeing where that area of the opposition is in the the family unit also in that area of the community and also in the area of the collective so take some time to really um watch out with the boundaries and watch out with the communication but really with the collective and remember your guys's collective is possibly family business um and also the community that you are within like if you are a business owner you might be feeling it on the business structure as well. And also we could just look at this from the outer source of the collective and look back at June 5th and see what happened in the news, right? What were the trending topics? Um, also, we have June 11th retrograde happens to move out of. Okay, so we have Pluto who is in retrograde happens to move out of Aquarius and now transitions over back to Capricorn. So it's going to be interesting with this Pluto retrograde because I feel like once Pluto entered Aquarius, it was automatically like a hit. Like technology has been moving so fast, right? For years, it has been very um, centered and growth that a lot of us haven't really seen it. We haven't really acknowledged the what they were doing, you know, years, years behind. But once this Pluto entered Aquarius, it kind of like gave us all like this slap you on the face. Like this is what's going on. And um, most people don't really realize how advanced it's gotten until like the whole AI and chat GPT kind of really started to make uh, headlines. So I think now um, we might be feeling some areas where with the retrograde, a lot of people are going to kind of like soften up in some ways, or maybe it's going to not really be as, um, as structured. Um, when we have that energy, it's kind of like we look back at the time that Pluto entered Aquarius and we're like, okay, what did we see the most of? What, what was it as a collective that we saw the most of? And for me, I would say that I feel like a lot of people as the collective saw a lot of change with money. Also saw a lot of change with the way um, the market was with the way people saved their money with the way um, technology was advancing which um, a lot of people maybe had to look at areas of uh, workforce of where it is that they receive and also where it is that they put their money towards so I think that with that energy it's almost like for the rest of this year we're kind of getting a break from it because it sounds like this energy is going to be really focused for a long time on maybe persevering the workforce because that is one of a lot of people's um, concerns with the areas of technology with um, this whole artificial intelligence is what is going to happen to the workforce. Um, how are we going to 
allow the U.S. to advance um, and still have a equal workforce and still have an energy where there is financial revenue and there is skills for people to utilize and there are jobs for people to gain um, because we know that other countries have advanced extremely farther than we have um, and they're on a different type of pay system they're on a different type of um, of energy but even Elon Musk talked about how advanced China is in comparisons to the US and you know once China starts getting way advanced than us, then the U.S. is going to want to somehow either keep keep up or start to keep up or at least take a few steps forward with it. But I think this Pluto retrograde going back to Capricorn is going to give us or well, not really us, because, you know, let's be honest, uh, we have, <laughs> you know, us us working bees have a lot um, of insight and opinion, but we possibly can't change what's going to happen as, for instance, some of the, I guess you could say the queen bees or maybe even the birds, right? <laughs> who is the one who is all in the, um, the chess holder into this game of chess that we are currently playing that calls life, right? So it's going to be quite interesting to see how it kind of goes forward um, and moves forward. Also, one of the things that I want to talk about is on June 11th, we have Mercury enters Gemini. And this aspect alone lets me know that there is that strength of socialism, of of society, of um, energy, of communication, of networking, still basically saying you're not getting rid of me yet, right? That chatty Kathy still ain't gonna shut up, right? That area of where a lot of people feel that um, they may be feeling silenced uh, is still gonna continue, but it's still gonna be acknowledged that the communication of the mass majority is still going to continue to um, be heard. And regardless of how people try to take that away, if that's through censorship, if that's through um, demonetization, if that's from, um, you know, just the whole, I, I do think that people are not maybe as vocal as they once were on social media. And a lot of times I, th I feel like that has to do with um, the areas of censorship. But I also think that this Mercury um, entering Gemini is just going to really make a, another strong placement that's going to show a lot of the collective that just because people want us to not express ourselves or want us to be um, very unopinionated or not be vocal that that doesn't mean that that's going to happen I also think there might be a little bit of that throat chakra energy really feeling full forward really feeling very powerful um, and that could be also in areas of it being 
excessive. So there might be some gossip going around the collective. Maybe there's an interesting scandal that's going to break. Also, it is a time that we are going to want to look at how we can um, mix up our communication. How can we get out our message that we feel like we need to get out? Um, and that could be our throat chakra energy. Also, this is a good time right before we enter autumn, right before we enter that fall season to look at ways to create intentions to healing the witch's wound, right? And when we talked about healing the witch's wound, that is basically healing that energy of the throat chakra. That's basically healing that energy of what others might think of us, of our own spiritual beliefs, maybe even our own preferences, our own ways of energy. You know, I, I, I still battle with this whole dynamic of like religions and, and, um, thought process and what it is that I believe after, um, the clock has turned, right? Uh, I consider myself a, a spiritual person. I consider myself very much centered around that. I don't necessarily know if I believe in organized religion um, I think I believe more in understanding that there is a God energy and that there is a energy of what might be seen as like a dark energy or evil energy, but I don't necessarily know if I believe in areas of, you know, like an actual religion. Um, so, hmm. <laughs> So that is that energy of the witch's wound, right? Of like healing what it is that you feel as a spiritual being, as a spiritual presence and letting that energy kind of take hold, especially as we approach autumn. Then we have on June 17th, Saturn goes retrograde in Pisces. So I think too, this is another day where we are and retrogrades last a long time. So I think this is a time where maybe if we were feeling ashamed of the things that we believe, or if we were feeling a little bit of guilt, if, um, if we were feeling like, okay, maybe I was thinking way woo woo. Like I was just watching, um, one of my friends, uh, Facebook posts and she's explaining, explaining how she had a Reiki session and you could tell that she's like very nervous about talking about Reiki on Facebook and she's too is a nurse right and she's very kind of like careful like she doesn't say anything that might make her sound too woo woo you know so I think that with this Saturn goes retrograde in Pisces Maybe the eyes of our spiritual beliefs of the boundaries and restrictions aren't going to feel so intense, right? It isn't going to feel so intense where we feel like everybody is staring, everybody's opinionated, everybody's putting us in this box where we have to act a certain way, believe a certain way, think it's a certain way, and take this time to really heal what it is that you need to heal about others' opinions, about others' restrictions, about others' boundaries, because others' boundaries, as long as you aren't hurting them, right? 
don't really have anything to do with your personal beliefs and live in that moment. Like whatever you believe is right for you to believe, right? And I think we can really dive into this energy of the Saturn goes retrograde in Pisces. And if you are, you know, a strong Christian based person and that is what you believe, then hold that into your heart and own it. If you are a Catholic who likes tarot, own that, (laughs) you know, or if you are maybe even an atheist and you don't really necessarily believe in God, but you believe in energy or maybe you don't even really believe in anything. Maybe you like astrology, own that. Just wherever you are at in your cycle of spirituality and in your cycle of beliefs, especially during these aspects, especially during this whole um, Saturn goes retrograde, acknowledge that and take that time to heal and not worry about other people's opinions because other people's opinions about us in all honesty are none of our fucking business, right? A lot of times they have opinions about other people because of their own insecurities and their own limiting self-beliefs that they haven't been able to release yet. So um, for June 17th, that same day, we have the new moon in Gemini. So as Saturn goes retrograde, this is screaming a lot of strong energy to really look at the witch's wound, to really look at that area where you feel that you can heal. And for those who haven't heard that podcast, I really recommend listening to it. It is also a good time for you to create intentions with this new moon energy around socialization, around friends, around the summer bliss around the summer energy, around the goddess energy, around that area of socialization with the collective, create new intentions to maybe have a girl's night, to maybe um, volunteer in the kids' school, to help, right? To help people around you. Take that energy to kind of move forward and create some intentions, especially around communication too. And around that element of the house, but really around making sure your message gets heard and is clear to not only to not only you, but to other people as well, because that really helps when we live in our authentic self and people allow us by acknowledging who we are. And because a lot of times we're either scared that somebody's going to think we're odd or we're scared somebody's going to think we're weird or somebody's going to think that we're peculiar or we're just attention needy or whatever. I mean, there's so many things that go through our minds when we are creating blocks for us to not live in our authentic self. For June 18th, we have an area where 
we are going to be structured around not believing everything, okay? So while we can believe our authentic self, we're also going to take time to do some research, right? And um, we have the sun in Gemini squares, Neptune and Pisces. So this might be a day where that communication, that area of lies, that area of secrets, that area of disillusion kind of comes forward and we feel it and we feel like, oh my goodness, I don't know if I could believe this. Let me take a step back and let me see how I feel about this. Also, it is a perfect time to really read those contracts over to make sure you understand a situation before you take it on, right? To make sure that everybody has embarrassing moments. Like I feel like I'm always having embarrassing moments and that's okay. It happens and it doesn't define us. It doesn't mean we have to live in that energy, but it happens. Then also we have Jupiter enters Taurus sextile Saturn in Taurus. This is a beautiful time. I love that Jupiter and Taurus energy all the time with the Saturn currently in retrograde still, but that's okay with Pisces giving us this energy to really think of our future harmonies towards the future, our future areas of where it is that we want to expand in life, love, relationships, and also our spiritual essence. And our spiritual essence as a whole is so deep, right? And we can explore many things. We can dive into many areas. This is also a good day to um, overcome the obstacles, right? To overcome the obstacles of the past, to overcome that energy and kind of step it forward in creating the steps towards that expansion. On June 21st, we have Ceres enters Libra. This is a time where we balance. We always balance, especially with Libra. We balance that harmony and we balance not only looking at our own perspective, but looking at the perspective of others as well, especially with the relationships with that Ceres energy. Then on June 21st, we have the exact same day, so this is a very high um, packed day around June 21st. If we have sun enters cancer um, and this is the day that we really embrace that that water element, right? That summer element. We are in this cancer season. We are in the cancer energy. Um, we are in that space of love. We might feel a little emotional. Maybe we're having some kind of uh, breakdowns because we also have Mercury and Gemini sextiles, Mars and Leo that exact same day. This is a powerful day on June 21st. Also the following day, we have two little asteroids moving around. We have uh, Juno enters Cancer, creating that area that feels very charming, nourishing, and whimsical. And then we also have an area that's going to want to make us connect with other people. It's going to make us want to get out and meet new people. It's also going to make us feel a little bit more romantic. Um, and then we also have Vesta enters Gemini as well. This is a time where we're going to want to um, definitely hit those social service circles, but we're also going to want to make sure we feed back into the self, to the self, to the energy of being with our own spirit and being with our own soul center and look at our divine place. Look at our area of 
passage of movement as we enter this summer and don't burn ourselves out right this this is a lot of solar plex energy um, and also throat chakra energy and especially the passion energy as well for the month of june um it isn't so like i said it isn't so messy as may felt if we felt a little chaotic in may this is really going to be a good time for us to live in our passion and desire state and um on june 26 we have mercury enters cancer so cancer is going to have a lot of alignment and energy for the cancer zodiacs this is also a deep 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 feeling of being in our own conscious state and understanding that the conscious state is very much a energy that feels divine <gasps> to ourselves oh there's tank tank be quiet <laughs> gosh um that little stinker and he's a gemini <laughs> okay so tank is such a little bad little dog but we love him okay so mercury enters cancer like i said definitely feeling that summer energy that beautiful vibe of communication socialization and really like getting out there also we have on june 30th and the 29th is a both dynamic days um june 29th we have mercury in cancer trines saturn in pisces so if you have been like feeling like obstacles are just coming and coming and coming and coming and coming and it's like non-stop this is actually a time that you're going to want to express how you feel um sometimes talking about the harder stuff is the most challenging right the harder emotional stuff is really the most challenging but this is a time that you're going to want to express it. You're going to want to express it with other people. Also, we have Neptune goes retrograde with Pisces. So it's time to... When we have Neptune going in retrograde, that area of dreamlike um, fulfillment sometimes gets wiped away. It sometimes kind of like gets swiped away and... You know the fog of the window like you ever um you know see like something in it the window is like foggy and you wipe it away and then you see the reality so this is a day that we're going to be looking at the reality of the conscious state um especially when we have the energy around the sun and cancer which is all about the conscious all about the subconscious that conscious feminine energy and we're going to take the reality for what it is we're going to either acknowledge it if it is in a place that we truly feel centered where we can acknowledge it but we're going to definitely acknowledge that there is a space that we enjoy and there's also a space that maybe we need to say mm, goodbye to um, but we're going to want to definitely see it for what it's worth when we have that energy space of the um the neptune goes retrograde in pisces and a lot of this is going to be almost like the fantasy land is coming 
a little bit more reality based. So if we were living in a fantasy type relationship, if we were living in a fantasy type um, area that felt so almost too good to be true, maybe there was a reason why, right? So we're going to start to see that. Um, and that is the astrology for June. So thank you everybody for watching. I just want to remind you if um, you can, please like, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, there's two video formats. You can watch this on Spotify uh, podcast, or you could actually watch this on the YouTube channel of Chakras and Cuss Words. Everybody have an amazing day. Bye.